Stampede. Garner isn't 192 recorded When President Biden speaks about an inflection point in history, you better sit up and listen, because the way you've been living is about to change. And Biden is probably right. Things are going to be changing, but not necessarily as he anticipates. There's an inflection point already working its way through this country and around the world. Now, domestically, I don't see how our government is going to cure the violence that breaks out every day across this country. This is a culturally and even historically violent country. And if any major leader who thinks he or she can disarm the American people of owning guns isn't going to find a peaceful inflection point to accomplish that. Of course, during an inflection point, the fact that there are from half a million to 1.5 million homeless people in this country isn't going to disappear either, at least not peacefully. And homelessness touches upon an even larger problem of mental illness and drug addiction in this country. And let's call it as it is. The problem of drug addiction isn't because of cocaine or heroin being used by both homeless and the unhomeless in this country. No, the real inflection point about addiction is figuring out why so many people find the need to become failures by getting their fix. Now, I'm not against the sports industry in this country, but when the Staples Center in Los Angeles was built, the city had to float public bonds to get that structure constructed. I'm not sure how much the city of Los Angeles floated, But you have to ask yourself if the homeless people 
in Los Angeles ever gained by the city going into debt to build a stadium? Yeah, that inflection point was never considered because building hospitals and mental health facilities to make money in the consumerist economy was deferred for a stadium. Yeah, homelessness, drug addiction, and mental illness aren't the only inflection points this country is facing. Maybe you haven't noticed, but this country on a daily basis has mass killings of one sort or another, most by guns, but lots of other things are being employed by people who want to hurt their fellow countrymen. And so far, that hostility hasn't been orchestrated by large numbers doing harm to people in authority like judges, policemen, or politicians. 
What has occurred is by disgruntled or mentally ill individuals, and not by multiple numbers, working together to create havoc and chaos in the hallways of power. Of course, historically, the struggle by labor unions providing a living wage for workers during the Industrial Revolution was violent and destructive at times, and done by groups working together. But armed rebellion by large numbers of people against the government haven't been seen yet. Distrust and perhaps a financial crisis will spawn those groups. And if people begin to believe the government isn't exactly being honest with them, but rather are lying about what is happening in their lives, well, that's a different calculus. Distrust is already running rampant with a large number of people, and if a major downturn in the economy is not truthfully told, but rather people in authority outright lying or distorting the facts, the public might not be satisfied to change leadership by the voting box. Propagandists will say we have a democracy, and if you're not satisfied with what is happening, simply vote them out of office. But if during a financial crisis the American people are lied to in order to prevent them from seeing what is happening. Voting might not be the order of the day. Armed rebellion is a real possibility considering the truth about how politicians refuse to admit anything is wrong by lying.
I'm not willing to forgive what has happened in this country. Greed and avarice, an economy based on consumerism, our own government's debt of $32 trillion, elections controlled by big money, our military-industrial complex producing profits by feeding conflicts around the world, our military stationed in over 80 foreign countries, the illness of violence that's gripped people in every segment of this society. No, I'm not willing to forgive that and much more. And if I'm accused of sedition by encouraging the overthrow of this government, well, if what I've been saying is true, then it's not sedition. It's not advocating revolution because whether I say it or not, it's what's been happening. And it's nothing short of a terminally ill patient with cancer that's corruptive and will collapse with or without what I've described as the malignancy that has taken hold. I'm not inciting a forced overthrow to cure what ails this government because it's already slowly taking place. Today, a large number of Americans don't trust our government, and maybe that's reflective in 40 to 50 percent who don't participate in what we call democratically run elections. The people who have been reelected for 30 or 40 years have power, and they won't easily relinquish it. They keep being reelected, not by the will of the people, but by machine politics that fosters nepotism, relies on patronage, bribery, or pay-to-play contracts for government jobs. It's a built-in guarantee by an army of political hacks whose employment comes from bosses and not the will of the people. It's rife with corruption, protected by police forces, judges, teachers, and labor unions, controlled by political bosses. That's what machine politics is, and it's maintained by the rank and file politicians who keep the system operating in one direction, by one party, assuring their employment.
allow me to explain what's been happening and what President Biden has not explained to the American people. Biden says we're at an inflection point. And in truth, that's what's been taking place since 2010, when Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa entered into a financial alliance challenging the existing order that's been in place around the world for the last 78 years, after World War II. That's what's at the heart of what's really at stake with the inflection point. It's why Putin's Nord Stream 2 pipeline to Germany attempting to supply Western Europe with Russian energy was blown up. It's why Putin invaded Ukraine and why China is threatening to take Taiwan, demanding it belongs to the People's Republic of China and not a separate nation. And that the financial and political alliance with other countries wanting to be members of BRICS. There are a lot of people around the world who are viewing America as a failing state and, quite honestly, looking at what's taking place domestically in this country. They may be correct. Certainly, our politicians and their propagandists won't let you think that. They're telling the people that everything is under control. But it is not. And if after what took place in Afghanistan for the last 20 years, the American people were faced with a hot conflict with China and Russia, we would find our volunteer army not necessarily following orders. After Biden's recent attempts to bolster NATO's resolve, to defend Ukraine. The truth may also be that Western Europe doesn't want an armed conflict by sending its soldiers into Ukraine, or for that matter, anywhere else. Western Europe might in fact want peace instead of war with Russia, no matter what the NATO treaty says. Europe may be willing to let Russia claim part of Ukraine, but Biden just signed an order to send 3,000 reservists to Europe to make it appear America means business. But that's a dangerous bluff and nothing more than a joke coming from a senile president.
One thing is certain. Putin is not a communist seeking world dominance. He saw the disintegration of the Soviet Union in 1991 and how Eastern Europe was no longer under the control of the Soviets after the end of World War II. Now, the dissolution of the Soviet Union was very painful for Russia, and Putin doesn't believe the Russian Federation can retake territory protected by the NATO alliance. But Putin is, in fact, a brilliant strategist who wants to open the markets of Europe for the benefit of the Russian people. He's also a fierce nationalist and believes in protecting Russian values, Russian assets, and Russian people left behind after the fall of the Soviet Union. That's why he's in Ukraine, but his aspirations aren't to militarily move toward Western Europe. The Russian Federation defense budget is only about an equivalent of 80 or 90 billion dollars, and he knows America's defense budget of about 800 billion dollars is something he can't defeat. But Putin is no fool. He's helped to negotiate a financial alliance that's growing. And that's what the West is concerned about. Our leaders want to convince the American people that we're still financially in control of world markets, that with the petrodollar, we commanded how the buying and selling of oil was conducted, that our $32 trillion debt didn't matter, that the rest of the world admired the way Americans lived, that our children were still the best educated children, that we respected life and that our people lived in peace, that our military could rule everywhere, that the homeless in this country were never the result of something being wrong in the way we treated drug addiction and mental illness, in this consumerist economy, that greed and avarice were something to admire. Yeah, we still were number one, and Putin and the Russian Federation are the problem.
This week on Garner Isn't You first heard three works of music by Thomas Newman. Thomas belongs to a distinguished Hollywood family of composers and musicians. The extended Newman family has 92 nominations of Academy Awards. His father, Alfred, received nine Academy Awards. Thomas has been nominated for 15 awards, but never won. You first heard a cut from the theme from the 2002 movie Road to Perdition. Then from the 2009 movie 1917, Up the Down Trench. And then a cut from The Night Window. You then heard two works from the British composer John Williams, a cut from the theme to the movie Minority Report, and then the theme from the 1975 movie Jaws, and finally a repeat cut from The Road to Perdition. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.